Hey, this is Luke with The Way Podcast. Thank you for joining in with us. And today we're talking about anxiety and what's the difference between anxiety that we all experience or even like the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, be anxious for nothing. What's the difference between that or is there a difference between that and what we know today as anxiety disorders or things like PTSD? And we're going to be having a special guest on here in the next couple of weeks named Steve Levitt, who was my pastoral counselor and helped me work through anxiety and depression. And he's a graduate of Dallas Theological Seminary, um, and he also has been doing marriage counseling for 30 plus years. He's been doing anxiety uh, counseling, depression counseling, and he's gone through these things himself. So, you know, he can relate to what it what it's like going through these seasons of anxiety and depression. He actually um, has dealt with this kind of his whole life, but specifically when he was about 30, lost his wife to cancer while she just gave birth to their their second child. And so he knows what it's like to deal with um, trauma, to deal with immense loss, but also come out on the other end in victory in Christ. And so today I just want to give an intro as he'll break down these things in a greater way here in a couple weeks. But I just want to give an intro into anxiety and anxiety disorders. And this actually came up at a conference here in Scotts Bluff at the Chuck Wagon Church of, you know, what's the normal anxiety that I feel compared to, again, what we may dub as an anxiety disorder here um, in our country or in our culture. And there's specifically a scripture in Philippians chapter 4 that says, Be anxious for nothing, um, but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known to God, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And so when we talk about anxiousness and we talk about the peace of God, how does that play into anxiety disorders? And is anxiety just a excuse or is it just something that we can kind of lean on and... Um, yeah, kind of uses a crutch of why we don't have to do things or why we can get away with certain things. Or is anxiety and anxiety disorder something that is physical, that is spiritual, that impacts us at a deeper level than worry? So number one, I want to talk about God's design. As God has designed the world, he designed our bodies for a specific purpose. But in the garden, when Adam and Eve chose to sin, something happened to man that we call the fall of man. And from that, there was a curse. There was a curse of sin. And from sin brought death and pain and decay that we have to understand that death, according to the Bible, is not natural, but it's supernatural in the sense of that was not in God's original design. Death was not a part of the world, that the, the world was supposed to be in perfect union with him. But through sin came chaos and the consequences of what we've chosen as people. And so we have to first realize that what we are dealing with today is not necessarily God's ultimate design because we're suffering the consequence of our sin. And one day when Jesus Christ restores a new heaven, a new earth that the Bible talks about, that he will set everything back in order, which includes giving us a new mind and a new body. Now in that there is no anxiety, there is no depression, but our body on this side of heaven has limits. And people will argue, you know, use the scripture, um, by his stripes we are healed. I'm saying that, you know, it's God's will for us to be whole physically. But the problem with that, when it comes to it's always God's will for us to be whole physically, if you really think about this a little bit more, um, I guess just at a deeper level, think about it this way. If I went to go run for 10 miles, I haven't been running 10 miles. I run maybe max three, maximum, but usually like two miles is how far I'll run. But if I went out and ran 10 miles as fast as I could, 
and say it was 100 degrees outside and I had not drank any water and I had not eaten any food, I could die on that journey if I tried to run 10 miles as fast as I can. Why? Because my body's limited. That, that God, um, because of the fall of man, because of sin, our bodies have limits. Isaiah uh, chapter 40 says that, um, you know, the young men will grow weary and will faint, but the Lord does not grow weary, does not faint. He has no limitation. His understanding is unsearchable. And so if we wait on him, that he can renew our strength. So there is a supernatural renewing of our strength when we wait on the Lord, but there is a reality that our body is limited. We sleep. God does not sleep. We hunger. God does not hunger, except that he became a man in Jesus Christ, and he did experience that for a season. So I just want to break that down for us to put into perspective what we're dealing with. Anxiety and anxiety disorders really play into the fall of man. And it's important to understand this doctrine as we go into breaking down anxiety and anxiety disorders. And so now that we've limited or we've realized there is a limit to our bodies, I want to talk a little bit about Tommy Nelson, who was um, a pastor who really helped me through my season of anxiety and depression really got me connected with Steve. My interaction with Tommy was pretty short, but um, it was listening to a, a testimony of his online that talked about his struggle of anxiety and depression and kind of what that looked like for him. And it really matched mine. And through his testimony, I was able to get in contact with Steve. Now, they wrote a book together, Steve and Tommy, called Walking on Water When You Feel Like You're Drowning. So I'll say that again. When you walking on water when you feel like you're drowning. And that's a book by Tommy Nelson and Steve Levitt. And this book breaks down uh, a biblical view of anxiety and depression. Again, kind of tying together what's going on in our bodies, what's going on in our minds, and what's going on in our spirit when it comes to anxiety and depression. And one thing that Tommy writes about is when he had this total breakdown um, and depression, you know, it a lot of physical symptoms showed up. There was things like panic attacks. There was things like shortness of breath. There was things like extreme lightheadedness. There was things like the inability to think, inability to sleep, um, fire, feeling like there was fire in his legs from adrenaline, that there was all these things that you know made him feel like he was dying. And I experienced these things too and was in and out of the ER. And you know, it was enough concern to my doctors that I had a brain scan at one point for MS. I had some colonoscopy work for my GI tract because of all the stomach issues I was having that this, I was having all these physical symptoms. Now these were traced back to an anxiety disorder. Now I want to talk about with Tommy, something that he said in his book that I think is very interesting and important is he said, I never understood or knew that you could get burnt out doing what you loved. And I always thought burnt out meant, you know, I'm just tired, but no burnt out means literally your brain is burnt out. You cannot function. You cannot, um, process things. And basically what your brain is saying is we're done. You've burned the candle on both ends for too long and we're done. Now, is that sinful? Well, at some level it is because we're thinking high, more highly of ourselves than we probably should. And we're pushing ourselves beyond maybe the limits and we're not, you know, having a Sabbath or not resting in the Lord. So there, I'm not saying there's nothing that we could do better, but in Tommy's instance, there was no specific traumatic event. There was no um, specific worry or sin, at least that he's shared um, in his life at the time. But what happened to him was the building up of 30 years of intense ministry. All of a sudden, um, that constant adrenaline and heightened sense of awareness that he was always working with 
was too much for his body because his body was limited and his body's response was we need to protect ourselves from being overloaded so we're going to shut down his body and all of a sudden he started to have these sorts of symptoms and again i experienced kind of the same thing but what i found as i was talking with steve through this for me was that you know, I had tendencies of anxiety or an anxiety type order when I was a little kid. And a lot of times what comes with this is obsessive thinking or like a worst case scenario. And everyone can do this, but for some people, just literally based upon the way your brain is is structured and the um, line that you come from, your genetics, you can be at a higher predisposition for this. And that's with a lot of different things in our life, whether that, I think that's true of alcoholism. I think that's true of same-sex attraction. I think that's true of a lot of things. And so for me, as a little kid, I can remember obsessing over little things and having intense fear kind of out of nowhere for things that now looking back didn't probably make a lot of sense. And um, weren't necessarily normal. I kind of found that talking through things with Steve. And so there is an element of our body that two people can both worry about the same thing uh, about as, and just as intensely as the other one. So they're worrying the same about the same thing. One person can develop an anxiety disorder and one person won't. And so what's important to realize is can anxiety be the result of sin? Sure, it can be. But everyone is sinful. And not everyone has an anxiety disorder. So it's important to realize there is a predisposition to some of this stuff and it can come in a few ways. So one, it can come from just intense worry. It can come from drugs. It can come from um, certain drugs are harder on your brain than others and long-term drug use or even alcohol use can lead to um, anxiety. And so there are, there's sin, there's re re um, reoccurring sin and especially secrecy that can lead to anxiety. But if there is no like, big dominating sin in your life, a question that you can ask yourself, you know, is this something that's hereditary or is it something that I like to term adrenal fatigue? Because when we look at in Philippians 4, Paul saying, be anxious for nothing, he's talking about worrying. But again, I want to get into just briefly and my story of anxiety that was impacting me that again, I had worried and there was some control issues and there was kind of a long season of hard things and intense ministry and, and obsessive thinking that kind of led to this um, burnout for me. But once the anxiety disorder or some of these things started to, to sink into my body, they were at some level uncontrollable. And what I mean by that is if you are in kind of the natural health world or, um, you know, things of that nature, one term that's used that's very similar, if not identical to anxiety, is adrenal fatigue. And basically where your adrenal glands are shot, um, your body's ability to produce adrenaline and just what adrenaline is doing to your body is overwhelming you to the point where, again, your body's shutting down, saying enough's enough, we can't do this anymore. And so when that happens, you can be triggered, your quote-unquote anxiety, or what I would call just your fight or, fight or flight reaction, is triggered really for no reason. That God has given us anxiety for a reason. And so when you get nervous before you run a race, when you get nervous when you see a bear in the forest, when you get fear when you're about to fall off a cliff, all those things are God-given to protect us. But the problem is, is in anxiety disorders, those natural triggers that are there to protect us 
all of a sudden get triggered when we aren't in danger and when they don't need to. And when your body starts to get overwhelmed, that stress and being triggered when there is no real danger over time creates a lot of wear and tear on your body. And so again, anxiety, feeling anxious, can is more in the Bible talking about, again, obsessively being afraid, obsessively trying to control things. All of these things we really do need to put away. But there's another side of anxiety, or what I would call, again, just because I think our culture, we hear anxiety and we think worry. But what I would even term like adrenal fatigue of your adrenaline system, your adrenal system in your body is not functioning properly. That's what I mean by adrenal fatigue or by an anxiety disorder. There's part of your body that is not producing the God-given design. Why? Because of the fall of man. That could be because of sin. That could be because of trauma. That could be because of um, genetics. And so there's various reasons why this could be happening. It's good to find the root cause. But ultimately, it doesn't have to necessarily be because of long-term worry. And so, again, in Tommy Nelson's case, there wasn't necessarily... A major sin issue to tackle, but there was a schedule issue of he needed to pull back his schedule. For me, it was a little bit of both. There was some theology and some issues in my life that needed to get changed. There was also a schedule problem. I was way overworked, way overscheduled. Ministry life balance was not good, and that ended up in burnout for me. So with five two ministries, there's really three things that we focus on when it comes to our anxiety, depression, mental health, addiction. Um, trauma, discipleship, and support. We focus on um, the physical battle, what's going on in your body, the mental battle, what's going on in your mind, and the spiritual battle, what's going on in the spiritual realm. And all three of these are very important. So when we look at the physical battle, we talk about what's going on in the fight or flight cycle. And so when you are in fight or flight, means your body's getting ready to run or your body's getting ready to fight for your life. And what happens there is your body pulls all your blood to your vital organs because it's focused on survival. Your body is trying to flush um, out anything that's unneeded. So there's um, a lot of acidic um, nature in your body as far as acid being poured into your stomach. Um, and from these two two symptoms alone is when your bo- when your blood's going to your vital organs, when your um, stomach's getting filled with acid, things that people experience with anxiety disorders is nausea, is bad circulation in their hand, their feet, lightheadedness, um, bad uh, GI problems. And all of these are because their body is constantly stuck in this fight or flight mode when it doesn't need to be. Some of it could be because of their own choices. But again, some of it can be because when your body gets triggered in the cycle, it can be very, very hard to break out of it because your brain is basically confused. Your brain is lying to you because it's ultra sensitive to being overworked or being hurt again. And so your body is an ultra sensitive protection mode, which is why this is really um, common in trauma type issues or trauma type situations. And specifically, you know, we call it today something like PTSD is when your brain is stuck in a trauma pattern of thinking and you really do have to renew your mind and create new neural pathways in order for your brain to heal. And so when we're talking about the body, we're talking again about this fight or flight or even another term that people use today is freeze. If your body isn't fighting or running, but instead you're freezing. And this happened to me in multiple um, different occasions. But One thing that happens in the fight or flight cycle is when your body gets so overwhelmed, people will start to have panic attacks. When I would have panic attacks, they would often happen at two or three in the morning. I wouldn't be directly worried about anything, but it was just 
when I would wake up in the middle of the night, my body was so overloaded with adrenaline, it was basically sending me into a panic state so that I wouldn't move and so that I would rest in order for my body to recover. So your body thinks it's helping you, but in essence, it's actually doing you damage. And so when these uh, panic attacks would occur, I mean, I would get so much adrenaline in my body, I would be shaking. Um, I would have intense nausea. I would have vision problems. I would have stomach problems. I would dry heave. I could have migraines. I could have extreme lightheadedness, bad circulation in my hands, my feet, feeling like you're going crazy, intrusive thoughts, obsessive thinking. Some of you guys know what I'm talking about. And so these panic attacks could happen if I was obsessively worrying or getting angry, that could happen. But they could also happen because I just slept bad or they could happen because music was too loud or they could happen because um, my eyes were very sensitive to a certain type of light. And so all three of those things were totally out of my control and those could start to happen at any time. So what happens is you start to get anxious about feeling anxious. And when you start to do that, you start to have... Um, anticipatory anxiety that can really start to control your life. And so when we talk about be anxious for nothing, that is what we're talking about when we're talking about sin, when we're talking about being obsessive, when we're talking about being controlling. But what Paul isn't talking about is force yourself not to have a panic attack because when your body is stuck in that pattern or you've experienced a traumatic event, you may not have the choice on how your body is going to respond to trauma and to triggers in your life such as loud music, such as um, certain kinds of lights, such as um, being surprised. And so, again, we talk about the body with 5-2 Ministries. We just go, go through what's happening in your body during anxiety disorders. Again, not being worried, not occasionally feeling um, adrenaline, but when your body is stuck and it starts to become debilitating, even to the point of having anticipatory anxiety, what they call acute anxiety, when it um, when you start to have reoccurring panic attacks. And so number two from the body, what we start to talk about is the mind. Is this affects you mentally um, because when your brain is in constant fight, fight or, or freeze, it's not being able to process your thoughts at a normal rate. And again, we'll talk about this more on a different episode, but just the brain constantly buzzing, inability to remember, inability to focus, inability to think on your feet, that when you're in fight or flight, it's like your brain's working at something like 40% capacity. Um, don't totally quote me on that. I don't have that one in my notes today, but um, it's around, around that. It's basically operating as if you had a concussion. And so mentally you are going to struggle and there are going to be some things that are irrational when you're dealing with anxiety. And again, some of that can be sin. Some of that is just your body is worn down because you've reached your limits. Finally, there is a spiritual element of this. Of, you know, is anxiety demonic? I don't believe people are uh, possessed by an anxiety spirit or something like that. But what I do know is Satan will lie his butt off as soon as you start to experience anxiety because you're vulnerable. When you're in that state of panic, when you're in that, when your body is freaking out and you don't know what's going on and you're worried about being worried and all these things, your mind and your body is open um, for the devil to take advantage of you. And that happened to me where, you know, you you just start to overthink things and you start to want to be in control because you don't feel like you're in control. And so how you respond to anxiety can definitely be demonic. Now, I do not believe for the most part, not always, for the most part, I would say uh, anxiety is not demonic in itself. If you have something horrible happen to you and you have trauma and you develop an anxiety disorder, you are not demon-possessed. Um, it can just simply be your body is overwhelmed. But Satan will attack you while your body is overwhelmed because you are more susceptible. And so I believe that Satan 
does and demons do attack you more when you are under these conditions than when you're not. But again, I'm, I don't believe they're the cause of it most times. Now, I have talked with people who have used certain drugs that triggered anxiety. I have talked to certain people who have watched very demonic movies and been a part of demonic cults. Um, and from that may experience anxiety. And some of those things, yes, it can definitely be a spiritual attack. And yes, there does need to be prayer and deliverance in those situations. But for most people, that at least I've talked to and for myself, the demonic is attacking you because of the symptoms, or I should say it this way, the demonic is attacking your symptoms of anxiety, but it's not the cause of your anxiety. So we're always in a, a, a spiritual battle. Our battle is not against flesh and blood, but it is against principalities and powers and the um, spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And so I just wanted to give a quick breakdown because in a longer episode, uh, Steve and I will be breaking down these these issues specifically on anxiety and depression and uh, Wellington will be with us as well of just sharing kind of his experience through things. And again, I think it's good to have somebody who hasn't necessarily experienced an anxiety disorder to also talk about the normal fears and anxieties that we experience. And it can get confusing because what anxiety are we talking about? And that's why I like to kind of separate the two of anxiousness and fear are not good and they're not from God. Adrenal fatigue of overwork over time and sensitive triggers because of trauma and because of addictions and different things is in a different category, even though there is overlap, even though you may have an adrenal or uh, adrenal fatigue, but you also need to work on your obsessive thinking. And so I just want to encourage those people who are going through anxiety and depression. You're not extra sinful, but your body could be extra sensitive. And because of that, you are impacted more by your circumstances, more by your sin than other people are. And so you may go through the same exact thing as someone else has. You get an anxiety disorder. They don't, which has nothing to do with your level of spirituality. Um, and if you look at church history, um, guys like Charles Spurgeon, guys like Hudson Taylor, guys like um, David Brainerd all struggled with very intense depression and anxiety, but did you know great things to the Lord. And so we're going to break down this topic in more detail, but I just wanted to give a quick introduction to this of difference between anxiety anxiety disorder simplest way to break it down anxiety fear is something that we are not using faith that we are relying on our own understanding we are trying to control our situation we're trying to take the place of god in our life not good those are all sinful things adrenal fatigue is a pattern that your body gets into where your mind is confused your brain has lied to yourself, and now you are more susceptible to both physical attacks of your body freaking out for no reason, and two, you are more susceptible to spiritual attacks because your body's freaking out for no reason. And so it's important to realize, you know, what are we dealing with? Everyday fears and anxieties, or are we dealing with um, an anxiety type disorder where someone's body is extra sensitive to um, adrenaline. And again, it can happen at, at a young age, especially kids who've been exposed to trauma, kids who've been exposed to broken homes, kids who've been exposed to pornography or sexual acts as little kids. They can really struggle um, with adrenal fatigue, PTSD, issues like that in their life. So I appreciate you listening into this. And again, I hope this is helpful um, for you to understand what is anxiety, everyday anxiety versus adrenal fatigue and we will be bringing Steve Levin on this um, podcast, talk a little bit about marriage counseling, trauma, anxiety, depression, 
And I think you guys will really enjoy getting to hear from him. So thank you for li- listening in. This is Luke with Way Podcast and 5-2 Ministries. Check us out at www.52ministries.org. And you can check out um, what we got going with the dodgeball tournament, outreach, new staff, all sorts of cool things. So thank you for listening in and God bless you.